Never come to Europe for cookies. Do you believe in magic in a young girl's heart? How the music can free her whenever it starts and it's magic if the music is I'll tell you about the magic and the free old soul But it's like trying to tell a stranger about a rock and roll Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. A.K.A. White Noise. Jesus and Christ. I am one of your hosts, <laughs> Rafael Marquez Castaneda. Damn it, I don't have an A.K.A. for you. I'll come up with one during the, the show. Brown sound might be offensive. <laughs> I think I already hit that one. <laughs> unfortunately for me but you know what i gotta leave all that shit right in because that's me and it's i'm offensive but hey that's me on this episode we will talk about the monday show justin willman and the thursday show wendy's two hundred seventy-five thousand dollar offer david's bert allison's cardistry but first let's introduce our very special guest this week welcome back to the show ray morgan oh thank you for having me back once again nice to talk to you guys it's very nice to talk to you. How are you doing? What's going on in your life? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> no, we actually, um, we went to downtown Disney yesterday, which was interesting. Ah, you're like 10 minutes away from me. <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, you know, all the, all the new social distance rules and made me feel like I was at work. everyone with a mask everyone six feet apart you have to make reservations to go into a store oh shit really and they and yeah you have to give them your uh, text message phone number and they oh yeah i'm good i'll just stay at home i'm good (laughs) it it was weird but it was it was nice just to get out we have been sitting our asses in the house all summer long well all spring long and we actually went to a restaurant and eight for the first time since February. Oh my gosh, that's a long time. (laughs) But it was nice. It was nice to do that. Well, if you guys ever come out this way again, go downtown Orange because they've shut down the streets and you can they have tables set out there so you can sit and it's not crowded like downtown Disney, but you can have, you know, the good restaurants and the antique stores and just... The circle is always crowded. It is, but it, if you go... It's weird. It's not anymore because not people aren't still not going out. But since the streets are all closed off, they just have tables in the street and it's like... This is awesome. It's really cool. So Do we have to park at like your house? Yes. <laughs> no, shockingly, every time I go, I find parking. It's like I don't it's a it's bizarre world. I don't know what happened, but I'm enjoying it. And uh yeah, we've been going out a little bit Downtown more. Downtown Orange is fun and that it sounds doable. But you're right, the parking is one of the worst things about it, and usually I just Uber there, it costs five dollars. But what lately I like I said, I never have to circle around to find a spot. I find it pretty quickly and I'm sure that'll be short-lived, but for, you know, there's a lot of cool things to just wander around and it's not crowded and it feels safe and comfortable and clean. And I, I don't know. I would recommend it if you needed to get out again somewhere. <laughs> okay. Well, Orange County's opening back up, I hear. Oh, really? <laughs> I guess I that's, haven't heard the news. That's what they're saying. <laughs> uh, yeah. The school that my kids went to from kindergarten till eighth grade uh, is opening on Monday for in-person school. The school the high school that they're going to gonna go to is not going to be that it's going to be remote for a couple of weeks and then they're going to transition to hybrid and then it'll be all on campus or whatever but who knows what will happen but 
yeah i don't well hopefully that means i can get a fucking tattoo i'm like i uh-huh. feel safer getting surgery in a tattoo parlor than in a hospital i feel like they're more sterile <laughs> and <laughs> i and before they were more sterile now they would be like even more and it's crazy that you can't get tattoos so um well you just don't have enough ink least i know i have so much <laughs> extra skin hanging ew that's not a gross yeah <laughs> oh my gosh Oh, sorry. Sorry, Damien. I just yelled into the microphone. <laughs> and that's a genuine sorry, because I, I realize it probably hurts. But uh, let's also introduce our other special guest, Luke Chastain. Welcome. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me back. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm developing an addiction, I think, too. <laughs> <Coming up. laughs> I like that. I, I think that's cool. I think, I mean, that's what happened to me. That's why I'm doing this still. So how are you doing? How is it in Germany? What's it look like there? Do we have something to look forward to as far as like, have you guys gotten past anything? What's life like? Well, well, like what I, what I like to tell people, especially the single people is like the dating apps when people haven't been out because of Corona, it, like their standards go down and, and it's very easy. <laughs> when you finally get out hey there. Raph, are you uh, booking a flight out to Germany? I don't think they will accept us yet. Oh no, no! This is actually a big issue. So my my, uh, my daughter had her um, uh, first day of school on last Saturday, and uh, my mom really wanted to come out, and it just we couldn't make it happen uh, because uh, she, she she's coming from the U.S. and they're, they're like no. <laughs> so um, where is your mom located? I guess I don't. I didn't think I knew this. So she's in Idaho. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's in Boise. No uh, way! That's awesome. That's one yeah. one place on my list of possible places to live. Not Boise, but uh, just Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been, so I don't. I can't. I'm not judging. I, I just just don't tell them you're from California. You'll be okay. Okay, and they won't be able to tell, right? I don't look California. At all. <laughs> 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 I'll no. leave my flip flops well, at home. <laughs> as long as you say Boise, like you do okay. it the right way. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, instead of Boise, and yeah, you just have to hit the stress on the on the on the name, right? And then right. I learned that from hashtag Al, and I have not looked back. And whenever they say it wrong in a show, I'm like, oh, they've never been there, or they don't know, and it takes me right out of the show. (laughs) Yeah, the the trick is not to say it with a Z, like Boise. It's like C. Yeah. Boise. 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 Yeah. So, three guys and a girl on this episode. What what do they call that in Germany? Rafi's porn. <laughs> what was the name for a hot dog that you said you were eating earlier? <laughs> a chili crack hour. Like I, oh. mean, I feel like you can get a crack. I, I feel like I've seen crack hours in in the U.S. before. Like I, yeah. So I rarely choose that as my porn of choice, but yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I've never. I don't think I've ever heard that, but I like the word. Yeah. I- I had to get out before the podcast because it's been so hot, and it, and and so these these radio these these uh, buildings just hold in all the heat, and my apartment is holding all, all the heat in, and I just need to just go walk outside and kind of cool down a little bit and cool down yeah. with a nice crack hour. Yeah, well, yeah, and like so so and like I've been dating, and like this week I, I uh, I've been dating, but like you, it's tough to come back to the apartment because it's so hot, oh. and then you know you end up having that that intimate time where it's like. Get away! Oh. So, so the woman I was I was out with, she brought like a hammock with her that like, in her bag you could unfold and strap it. So we went to the parks. And the oh parks my here gosh, from- that's so cool! Yeah, and we went and like laid in the hammock. And the parks here uh, don't have like street lights in them or anything; they're just dark. 
And, you know, so, like, you, you get this illusion that, like, oh, this is it's dark. You're, like, nobody can see us. It's private. Like, things happen. And Whoa. <laughs> is, that hard? is that hard to do? That's like pigs in a blanket, right? <laughs> uh, we made it sort of. We had we got we we made it work. You know when you want to like when the yeah yeah you can you can wow. get stuff done. Um, Rafi, are you taking <laughs> notes? <laughs> but, then, but then you know, but at some point because we were doing stuff like her skirt kind of went up a little high, and this guy went into the park and he had like a big light on the front of his bicycle, <laughs> and, and when he rode past us, all we heard was nice. Oh, <laughs> Ruffy said he was at work today. But I didn't realize he was actually in Germany. <laughs> so now, now we have a couple's joke, which is just like, you know, if somebody makes a comment, we just look at the other one and say, nice. Wow, I didn't realize it was good. This, is, this, this conversation was going to take this turn. This is, uh, this is getting, <laughs> speaking of hot, oh my gosh. Yeah, I haven't heard of it in a hammock. That's interesting. You know what? Let's do a round of shout outs, Luke. First of all, let's shout out your gal pal and the hammock. But uh, who else would you like to shout out? Well, again, shout out to my daughter for for starting school again. Uh, I wanted to give a, and also on the on the Facebook boards, I wanted to give a, a shout out to Laura Craycraft. Uh, you know, she was feeling like um, Allison may may not like her, and uh, all I want to say is, we love you. So you know, Aww. fuck Alice. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> is that all your shout outs? one quick comment to that uh laura if you are listening i haven't responded to yet because i actually do have something to say is that i think we've all felt like allison's hated us once or more in our lives and i think a lot of times in her mind i'm just trying to figure out like what like sometimes she's super attentive sometimes she forgets sometimes whatever I really think it's not personal. I think in her mind, she probably sh- like talked about it on the show and like it kind of, she checked that box off like, okay, I made a comment about her. And so now I don't have to respond or it's just cut crossed off in her mind. So I know that that kind of stuff eats away at her. So I, I, it's hard to say, don't take it personal because I'm having the same thing with her right now where I think like sometimes she'll like my tweets and like, especially if she's the one that tweeted and I respond to her and then like she, and she doesn't like it. It's kind of strange to me because she usually is pretty generous with that. So then I start thinking, shit, did I do something wrong? Did she listen to the show? Did Luke just fuck it up for me in the future? <laughs> <laughs> but Laura, uh, you're not alone. I will. Uh, if you don't listen, then you won't hear this. But I will. I will. I will respond to that on Facebook. So she doesn't feel so lonely. I think a lot of people did though. But well, well, and 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 my feeling is like if you listen to Allison talk about, it seems like. If somebody says something bad about her, like she goes and checks out their Twitter profile and then she writes back something kind of like stupid and then like regrets it and then writes back something else and then goes, <laughs> forget- <laughs> she gets obsessed over like people that hate her. So, you know, fuck Allison. Oh, my- <laughs> so you just want her to be obsessed with you. Is that what you're trying to do? No, no, fuck her. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Um, on that note, Ray Morgan, do you have any shout outs? <laughs> Well, I've been on Allison's shit list several times, but she always comes back. <laughs> uh, yes, I do. Um, I always uh, shout out the BF Facebook page, uh, all those peeps. But um, this time around, I want to give a special shout out to the people who like my tweets co- consistently. And that would be Teal, Emily Q, Ulysses, Cassie, y- Yabara, uh, Lee Burns. 
Paul, Bruised by Dawn, Angela Scott, Trice, Leela Rolling Stone, uh, Kelly, Megan, Jay, Shauna, Tracy, Shara, Demian, Nina Hartley, Angela, uh, Jennifer Takaji, Lisa, of course, Stokes, Leanne, Chode to Joy, and Bex. That's nice. Demian gave you a nice shout out on last week's show uh, regarding to Damien's cool people. Uh, he is. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> I was doing another coat of paint on my nails again. Sorry. <laughs> the truth. Shit, I had a comment to one of the things you said, but I can't remember. Besides that, and I'm so glad I shared that. Lil Roth, do you have any shout outs? I do. I also wanted to give a shout out to Laura Craycraft. Um, every Allison fan has thought at one point that she hates them. And I promise you, she doesn't. Shout out to Kelly, because she was keeping us in the loop. Well, she brought it to most of our attention that there is a beef going on with some people. And I don't want to say any more, because if you listen to this, you should be in the Facebook group. And that's where you will get the scoop. Shout out to Whitney, who, uh, you know, school's back on. She's back to teaching. That's cool, I guess. Shout out to Trice. Shout out to Lee, whose birthday it just was, and also Josh. And then shout out to Shmoo, because she finally joined the Facebook group, even though she refused to be on this show when I asked her. Oh. But I think she's uh, she's warming up to it if she's joined the group. I so know. I'm, I'm so It's only glad. a matter of time. Agreed. We'll strong arm her. Um, and like Luke said, it's addicting once you're out here. <laughs> I mean, look, Leela's already been back. I'm like, this is awesome. This is so much fun to talk to everybody. And not everybody maybe wants to talk and they're nervous. But I feel like once you just start chatting, you just, you're just ch- chatting with fr- like-minded friends and it gets fun. Is that all of your shout-outs, Ruff? Yes. Lisa, do you have shout-outs? <laughs> Funny you should ask. I do. Shout-out to Britt NC, especially to Robert. It's his birthday a couple days ago, and we're going to go down to the circle this week and celebrate him. Also, shout-out to Nina Hartley, superfan Megan, Luke Chastain, Dr. Jen, <laughs> to Whitney, and shout-out to Whitney's hairdo. Super awesome. Shout-out to Demian Cordova, Scott Marquez, Kelly Lundquist, Tamara Holler, Ulysses Atkins, I'm trying to remember everyone's last name as I go, Zemary Jane, Claire Brockelman, Leanne Ward, Jane Ann, which is a new like on the Facebook group, and maybe she changed her name, or maybe she's just new to like chiming in, but like, hey, we'll take all the listeners we can get and participants. Shout out to Ray Morgan, Kathy Ibarra, a Kimmy hey. thing, <laughs> Trice, beep, Lauren Kelly. She started watching Twin Peaks. I'm super excited. She's loving it, and she i was gonna i my husband's like you should watch it with her and like you can chat about it the next day and so i asked her yesterday but she's already on episode eight but she said i think i'll want to watch it over again right away so i'm super excited to do a little watch and chat with uh with with a new twin peaks fan that's pretty pretty awesome and last but certainly not least huge huge shout out to toby milton he chatted with me uh, a couple days ago and spent almost two hours just chatting with me because uh i needed someone to talk to and he was there and i think that's pretty cool i think that's it i guess we should talk about monday what do you guys think yeah let's go all right all right 
All right, so Justin Wellman was on. Magician, game show host. My only experience with live magic is theme parks and rib restaurants. But magicians (laughs) sort of freak me out. But my fascination with the Magic Castle that I've shared uh, will trump all of that because I really want to go. But I have two people on the show that have been there. So I want to hear your stories. Ray Morgan, why don't you go first? Well, mine isn't much of a story. You're there. Um, That's more of a story than I I have. I was there. (laughs) I I was there. Friend of a friend got us tickets. And I didn't even know what this place was. This was, I don't know, I was in my 20s. It was a while ago. And so we went there. They're like, oh, you you have to dress nice. I'm like, oh, no. What (laughs) what, What am I going to? And, uh, you know, up in, up in the Hollywood Hills is this pretty cool place. And they go in there and there's, a, you know, all the magic stuff. There's live magic. There's a bar. There's a food, which is okay, as I recall. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. And there's just magicians, like, camped around doing their card tricks and stuff. And it was, as I recall, a pretty cool time. And a player piano that took requests, like... You know, a real player is is unseen somewhere. That's about all I remember. So I've heard the food is bad. And then Renee told us about the player piano, which was really cool. But I think, like, does magic freak you out at all? Or were you, are you kind of more open-minded to it? It doesn't freak me out. It, like people it, in rooms I'm, doing I, I magic? I'm not that impressed by it. <laughs> okay, so I you're somewhere you're in the middle. I know you're lying to me. I know this isn't actual magic. It's it's a trick. The sleight of hand. Yes. Try to pull the wool over my eyes. <laughs> uh, you're, you're a professional liar. <laughs> and I feel like I the same thing where I'm like, you are spending your life doing this, but okay. Um, I... I think being in a room with people doing magic, I would be like, it, I think it would give me the willies, but give me enough drinks. I'll be like, that's awesome. <laughs> 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 but I, yeah, I've had one weird run in with a magician, but Luke, let's hear your story. Oh, mine, mine is, mine is great because, you know, and, and he, Justin made a few references to this, that, that magic isn't this thing that, that people do like every week, every weekend. It's like a thing that they do like once every five or 10 years. And, and, and yeah, it's like not something you think you, you, you just do kind of randomly one day. And I had a, I had a, I was, uh, I grew up in, in Northern California near San Francisco and I was living in Los Angeles at the time. And my girlfriend from San Francisco would come down and every once in a while she'd go, we'd, we'd be driving through Hollywood and she said, Oh, there's magic castle. I want to go to the magic castle. Uh, one time I called, I called her. I'm like, Oh, let's do a weekend. I was back up in San Francisco. I'm like, let's do a weekend together. We'll go down to LA. And so we went down on the, the, the Coast Starlight, which, by the way, shout out to the Coast Starlight. If you want to go from Northern California down to Southern California and you don't mind spending a day doing it, uh, and you're a couple, you can rent a bedroom on the train. And there's a part of it where going from San Luis Obispo down into, you know, past like Santa Barbara, you're on Highway 1, like, closer to the water than Highway 1 is. So you're just, like, looking out of the ocean, and they kind of time it. So you're going there by sunset. Oh, my God, and that's it's amazing. super romantic. Are you kidding me? Wow. And you, yeah, and you can, like, bring all the booze you want into your cabin, and we were fucked up. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can go on. That That is a whole separate story I can go into. But then when we got finally to Union Station in L.A., 
uh, and I had told her all the way down, like, yeah, we're gonna stay. Uh, we're gonna stay at, at the, this house, this place that I rented in LA uh, to do work, and uh, yeah, we'll go there. We'll, we'll hang out there. And so she was expecting that, and we were getting in the cab, and and the cab driver comes around, like, we're going to the Magic Castle, like it's a secret, and uh, and the cab driver's mm-hmm. like, all right, cool. So and it, it sort of goes leaving Union Station. It kind of goes in the same direction. So she wasn't suspicious at all. And then we got off the freeway and we kind of turn off. And and she's like, "Oh, hey, look, there's the Magic Castle." And the cab driver, goddamn, this is. And I gave him a huge tip for this. He's like, "Yeah, you know what? I know a guy that can get you in there." <laughs> oh my gosh, that's and, awesome! <laughs> and, and he turned in. And and so, by the way, the secret of the Magic Castle is well, well so. Now I know people that can get me tickets, but the other thing Him. is there is a there's a hotel on the next to it, and if you stay at the hotel, the hotel can get you into the Magic Castle. So that's what I'd done is I'd gotten us like a really cool like suite in the hotel, and then um, uh, yeah, we stayed in the hotel that night, and we went we we did the Sunday morning thing, which is way more casual. I couldn't like in my I couldn't figure out a, a, a slick way to because we she and I never dressed up. So to convince her to bring like a cocktail dress or something like that would would have it would have given it away. So uh, Sunday morning you're allowed to be a little bit more casual. It's the brunch, which uh, you know scrambled eggs. Like how can you mess that up or omelets? <laughs> so so the food's a little bit more all right. But it's great. It's like it's a it's a mansion and they have you know there's like I think like the biggest theater there's like 50 seats. Um, but generally it, it is a house. So a lot of the space is set up to be very intimate. So you're, you, you walk around and it, it really does feel like you're exploring a place and that, that kind of makes it special. Like you, you walk in rooms and you just sort of look at, at almost as a museum, like stuff that they have on the walls, you know, fit photos of musicians, uh, different kind of, for lack of a better word, like equipment that the magicians use. It's, it's, it was fantastic. And, uh, and yeah, and she was she was a theater person, so she was totally into that part. And God, for, yeah, for us, it was just super special. Okay, I'm on a mission. Obviously, I just need to go stay at the hotel. And I've had friends that are like, oh, I think I could get you in. Like, I think my mom's girlfriend can. I think she's got some in somewhere. So there's got to be some way to just make this a reality. I think maybe there's part of it that I feel like I'm going to be let down or something. But the way you just said it, I'm like, this is this is what I want to do. That sounds amazing. And, okay, my friend Brittany's going to be in town in, in November. Actually, we're going to go somewhere, travel somewhere. We haven't picked where. So maybe I should make her come back here and right. we'll go there. Like, it is an experience to share, right? Like yes. You have, yeah, especially even if one of you is just super enthusiastic about just enjoying the, the, the performance of it. Like, yeah. that's all you I think neither it. of us care about magic, but both of us have wanted to go there. And we've been talking about going to the Chateau Marmont too before it becomes private or whatever is supposed supposed to happen. So I'm like, this just needs to be a thing. Let's just make. I got to check this off my list. Oh shit! Yes. As I recall, the place itself is I was more impressed by than anything that was inside it. It was it's a very cool like mansion type house. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I I just need to go and, and just stay there and just have the experience. I can finally just say that I've done it and quit dreaming about it. <laughs> uh, it's not as unattainable as I thought. All right. Um, let's see. Ray, what do you have for Monday? A couple things, I guess. I think it's nice for her to get back to the Monday interviews. I know this is a very divisive topic 
on the BFF that <laughs> uh, they're getting tired of the the Allison and Daniel Bickerson show. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's um, true. <laughs> I, I think it can be okay. I don't mind them airing out their dirty laundry, so to speak. But um, I never heard of uh, Justin before this, which is pretty normal for Monday guests. I usually don't know who they are, but that's fine. Um, I thought it's interesting that there's an alliance of magicians. I wonder if it's like an actual union, you know. Um, and if you reveal a trick, does David Copperfield show up at your house with a baseball bat? It's like, you know, this is a secret, you know. You can't tell this. And they, they beat the shit out of you. I mean, what what's the repercussions of uh, revealing a magic trick? I'm going to look up Magician's Union right now. Like, that made me think, is there a clown union? I, I need to know all of, all of these answers. Somewhat formal, because if you're a part of this union, you get to go to the Magic Castle. Yes, for sure. And uh, then he said something like, he said something like he he was talking about the magicians' union, and he said, "Yeah." And then Job shows up at your front. I don't know if that's a reference to a famous ma- magician, or I wasn't quite. I didn't quite understand that reference. All right. So the International Brotherhood of Magicians, the IBM, which is a great name, is the world's largest organization dedicated to the art of magic. With members in eighty-eight countries since nineteen twenty-two, our official publication, The Linking Ring, has linked magicians throughout the world. That is sort of sad, but cool. But cool. If you're a magician and you're listening. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I, It is so interesting that you can't tell the secrets, even though you could easily go and find them if you needed to. But there is that kind of hush-hush. Like, he was even kind of quiet about certain things. Where like, I can't tell this or I can't say that. And being worried about, you know, getting in trouble or whatever. I don't know. That's It's... I mean, I guess there's a lot to the illusion, and you don't want to ruin somebody's time that's going to who knows the trick, I guess, but I don't know. You think there's scab magicians somewhere? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, like, letting out all the secrets left and right, and they're just, like, the lone wolf magician. <laughs> yeah, that's what that whole um, show on Fox where the guy reveals magic revealed, and he right. doesn't ask, because I think otherwise that guy would have been in trouble. Yeah, well, he showed up with a mask. Didn't he get unmasked at some point? I think so. Um, <laughs> you can't keep secrets like that, uh, you know? <laughs> yeah, it, there's only so so long you can go, you know, unknown. Like the, uh, like the, the orgasm whisper that that's from the valley. I'm sure we're gonna know who he is pretty soon. <laughs> the who? Yeah. So speaking of uh, orgasm whispers and clowns, there is a World Clown Association, um, by the way. Uh, Lil Rafi, what do you have from Monday? Uh, um, <laughs> I don't know why you have to bring up a clown union right before you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I well. Oh, you're in the Juggalo that. union. I forgot. Uh, Jesus. Sorry. Uh, I was thinking about during the Thursday show where they were talking about um, bar flare and stuff. And I was thinking, like, there's competitions for everything that you can think of. If it's flare bartending, there's yo-yo fucking championships. Like, whatever stupid thing you could think of, there's a championship where someone has devoted a lot of their time to doing it. But uh, that's for Thursday. About Monday, I wanted to talk about Whitney C's Q. 
she said, I have a little blank as a treat, and I think that's a great uh, fill-in-the-blank for myself. Of course, it would just be sleep or alcohol, but I wonder if you guys have more interesting <laughs> answers. Lisa, let's start Ah, with Jesus. Um, let's see. For a treat, hmm. I, oh, man. My mind went in many different directions. What do I share and what do I not share? Um, let's see. <laughs> Share it, share it, share let's see. It. I'll go PC. Uh, let's see. If I'm gonna get, oh man, this is like lame. No, I don't know. God, I can't even think. This is what happens when I have time to myself and like I have nothing, n- no responsibilities. I'm like, I have a million things I want to do, and I just stand there like not going anywhere. Um, let's see. So, uh, I probably get some like something good to eat and and alcohol like letting myself have like bottomless mimosas a brunch would be a nice treat okay um i think justin woolman's answer of i think he said a nap uh i think whitney would have loved that because she's the queen of naps (laughs) i don't Uh, know if she would have loved that doesn't she have a problem with naps (laughs) Um, like narcolepsy (laughs) i don't think it's that bad but oh uh, oh, she enjoys taking her naps okay Ray, what would you fill in the blank? Well, I am trying to get back on the losing weight uh, ball, but um, Haagen-Dazs coffee ice cream is my weakness, and I allow myself that once or twice a week. I mean, that's that again is a lame answer, but that's good. Probably though. the truth at this <laughs> point. <laughs> I think coffee ice cream is severely underrated. Yeah. I don't know why people are always about mint chip and fucking dumb uh, yeah. shit like that. No, coffee's way better. Yes. Agreed. And, and I'm, I'm specific to Haagen-Dazs. I've had other ones that are shit. Uh, same. And I've been getting the Haagen-Dazs caramel cone. That's been my treat that I've been having. I'll have it on like a Friday night and I'll have just like a quarter of it or half of it. But it's just like Haagen-Dazs is the shit. <laughs> really is. Yeah, I, I mean, this is my the, the same thing for me. I was, I was thinking ice cream. Like, there's a place near my house that has a sundae that is like an amaretto sundae. And they always ask me, like, and you know it has alcohol in it? And I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> That's what I'm here for, dummy. I mean, thank yeah. you. <laughs> that yeah, sounds it, okay. So we're going to have to hit that spot when we come to visit you also. Okay, we'll eat that on your rooftop or whatever. And I mean. Fact. Yes. <laughs> So is that your answer for the fill in the blank? It is. All right. Luke, what do you have from Monday? Okay, so I have a confession to make about Monday. There's uh, about uh, a minute uh. of the show that I did not listen to. And it comes from when Justin was telling the story about going, as a kid, going to Harry uh, Blackstone Jr.'s house. I don't actually. Uh, it's a, He's a famous music- magician. I'm not like into the magician scene, so I, I don't. But he dropped the name, and Allison dropped the name too, so I guess it's somebody famous. Um, anyway, he was talking about going to <laughs> to Harry Blackstone Jr.'s house, and him doing this uh, uh, trick with uh, like pigeons or birds, something doves, whatever, in a cage, and just as a kid being an asshole. And I got as far as him saying, and then I just kind of would put my finger into the cage, and in my head, I just played back that scene from the prestige and i'm like no i don't need to hear this <laughs> like that grosses me out and then also i watched it on video so i jumped forward about a minute and they they were talking about something else i'm like great and but then the rest of the video i was watching his hands and counting his fingers <laughs> oh my god 
So you're worried right. that you're going to hear too much information. Right, right. I, 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 I just I started thinking about that scene in The Prestige. I'm like, uh, I can't hear this. Like, no, 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 no. I thought no. you were going in the angle, the direction of this guy was a dick when he was a kid and fuck this guy. <laughs> Once again, fuck this guy. <laughs> okay, so it was the gore you didn't want to have to hear, especially while you're eating a hot dog or whatever. No, no, he was cool. Fuck Allison. But yeah. <laughs> Jesus you know, I don't. I, I'm not familiar with that movie. I might have to watch it, but I think I saw Harry Blackstone do that trick with two goats and a handkerchief on the old Dean Martin show. I think that's a different video you're thinking of. <laughs> Pretty sure. But also, but also had three guys and one girl. And a cup? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that's just two girls. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, so the... The thing I wanted to talk about was Dr. Jen's question, and she she brought up the the bar flare juggle card shuffle question and asked what his opinion was, and he said it has to do with context, and I totally agree. But let's say all of them were being done with literally no connection to cards, or you're not at a circus, and you're not at a bar, and just three random people doing these random things... The bar flare is the least creepy or weird, but the card or the juggling, like if you're standing in someone's kitchen and they just started doing one of those things, I don't, I think the juggling might be just like a hair creepier, but still like if you just grab a deck of cards and you start doing this, like, I feel like Wendy where I'm like, how long do I have to watch this? And why, am, why is this happening? <laughs> um, but I love that she brought up the question to someone that could actually do one of these tricks. <laughs> Were, yeah, it's cool. were either of you, uh, Ray or Luke, on when we talked about it before? Because like, well, how do you rank them? I, I think if it's all spontaneous, they're all weird. But um, you get a drink with the bar flare at least. Ho- hopefully. Well, maybe. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I was like, maybe just juggling <laughs> empty bottles. bottles and they put them back. And <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, this guy's a douche or, or girl. And I'm out. Like, like I said, I think that what I said before is like, so now is when you're going to murder me? Like, this is what's next, right? Because that's <laughs> super weird. <laughs> what about you, Luke? Yeah, I, God, I wish I had a good story about this. Uh, no, I, I, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I think they're both kind of strange. <laughs> I feel like, hmm, I feel like we need to just, just do this sometime for somebody and just be like, although I can't do any of it. But doing it, doing it shittily might even be <laughs> better. <laughs> Just like throw some cards around, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" <laughs> I know if uh, you know if I'm playing cards with friends and I can do the shuffle and riffle back, people go, "Ooh, yeah, same." Because I can do that, and I can never do the I can do the the shuffle and then the the shuffle back, but not the other one. Because the cards will go everywhere. But, like, it's just second nature. My cards are all, like, bent to shit, too. Because I, like, shuffle them hard. <laughs> right. And so, same here. Like, I, I am sort of jealous of it. Like, I, I'm i so... Unco- like, every time I'm playing cards with people and it's my turn to shuffle, like, I... Oh. It, it's, it's anxiety-inducing. <laughs> yes. And because I... I I always think like, oh, you know, I should have actually learned the time between now and the last time yes. I played cards to learn how to shuffle. And so, like, I'm I'm hiding my hands behind the guacamole to like, oh. you know, so so people don't see how uncoordinated my like <laughs> movement is. Yeah, and we've I've done enough like poker tournaments that I've just gotten confident with that. But then everything else, I'm like, 
oh shit, whose turn is it going to be? And like, I overthink everything and just, I start getting all freaked out and dealing it wrong or whatever. But like the shuffling, I finally have confidence with, but I, I can still fuck that up. Like most things. Did you notice that he had a modified penis pump for one of his tricks? Okay, so... Did, uh, is that an <laughs> awkward purchase or what? I thought I heard something like that where I'm like, did I hear penis? I'm pretty sure I did. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't double back on that. That's, uh, maybe he already had it. And he just was like, well, I can use this for something else. Did you... Did, he didn't bring it out in the video, did he? Or is that just something from a, an old trick he did? He was describing one of his tricks. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah, if he brought that out, I think maybe I probably would watch the video. I also, I, I do know him only from Cupcake Wars because when you're desperate and you have no uh, nothing to watch, you'll watch oh, that. He, <laughs> that she had said Food Network, and I'm like, what, did it, what, did, what was a magician doing on Food <laughs> Network? But thank you. <laughs> yes. Okay, God. Okay, that was one of my questions. Thank yes. you for pulling that yeah. out. Yeah, and he was a, he's a great host. I didn't know he was a magician, so that's cool, I guess, for him. But I was actually kind of surprised. I guess you could t- see, you know, when people are comics, they're tortured souls, apparently. So... Um, I think that's, he's not a comic, but maybe magicians have the same kind of, you know, lot in life where they have, I mean, going to rehab at a young age, I was kind of surprised when he said that. I was like, oh, that's not a turn that I expected to go down. So that was kind of interesting and probably could have talked more about that. But uh, yeah, that was pretty, I don't know if you guys were shocked by that, but you look at him, I'm like, that guy's never had a bad day in his life. <laughs> I know. Aren't we fat enough? Do we need cupcake wars to oh add my gosh. to this? You should see and I don't even really care for sweets that much. And I think cupcakes are probably pretty low on the totem pole. But their cupcakes just look amazing. And the way, I mean, I'm like, how? what different way can you make something? And they come up with some new way. And yeah, you're right. I, seriously, we need more butter and sugar <laughs> in our faces. <laughs> Is that all for Monday? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're done with Monday. Let's do... Speaking of Whitney C's cues, let's do a, a cue from Whitney C. She's got the cues that never fail to start a good convo. She ain't shy. She's not afraid to push the onvo. It's Whitney C. Whitney C. Whitney C's cues. It's Whitney C. Whitney C. Whitney C's cues. Whitney C. wants to know about the background image on one or all of your electronic devices. So this could be your phone background, it could be your computer background, the screensaver, you know, something to that effect. My work laptop has a very generic, boring background, which I'm staring at at this exact moment, which is what led me to ask my question. My phone background is a piece of art that I thought was cool. I just took a screenshot and then cropped it so that it would size nicely onto the phone screen. I can't unfortunately change the background of my computer because it's a work computer and it's auto-populated with whatever image they want to use, so that sucks. But I'd like to know what your answer is. I love this question. I literally took a screenshot of both of my backgrounds, my lock screen and my home screen, and sent them to Lauren yesterday because she was talking about watching Twin Peaks. And I started telling her, oh, yeah, I've been to that place or I've been to I met that person. Like every time she texts me about it, I have like some story and she's like, oh, my God. And then I said, yeah, I have a problem. And so I sent her my two pictures and they're both Twin Peaks and like the two 
on my computer are twi- they're always Twin Peaks. Every single electronic device that I ever own is some sort of Twin Peaks image, and that's how it's always going to be, probably, unless I don't know what happens. But what about you, Ray? My phone is just the generic one that it came with. My computer has a pretty cool image of uh, a forest in Northern Ireland with, at sunset where all the trees, trunks, and branches look red. Well, that's cool. And I, I forget the name of the forest. Somewhere in Ireland. But um, I'll, I'll post it on the fan page. It's, it's a very cool picture. Yeah, for sure. I'll post the question as soon as I post the show, and then we can all do that. That's, this is a great question because everybody can post their pictures. I think that'll be fun. <laughs> what about you, Luke? So there is a playground where there's a log, and, and you, can, you, can, you can lay inside the log, and then on top of the log, there's like kind of this knot hole. And it, this, I got this picture just by accident the first time, but I was inside the log and my daughter was on top of the log looking through the hole. And I just got a picture of her, you know, with kind of the, the wood frame with her face in the center through the hole. And it was just such a perfect like phone background image. Like, you know, y- you can unlock the phone and get into this whole world. And <laughs> I, I, I like the image of it. I, I loved having her face on my phone. And and what's great is I've gone back and retaken the picture as she's gotten older. So it kind of progresses a little bit. Um, I'll, I'll post it on as a reply to the... When you when you post this, this podcast, I'll, I'll put a reply if anyone wants to look at it. But uh, yeah, that's my, my, my phone background. That is so cool. You know what's funny? Having a husband and two kids, I've never put any of their pictures on my phone. So that's very nice that you do that. Apparently, I I, I know where, uh, you know, where my, uh, whatever. Uh, How about you, Robbie? (laughs) What's your background? Two donkeys, a taco. Hold on. Let me think of what it could be. (laughs) What's the word for hot dog again? (laughs) 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 For a long time, back, back in the day when I was younger, I would have, like, all these car images as the computer background and um, I had like a folder with all the photos and then it would like change every hour or whatever but it's been a long time since I've changed my background to anything other than like stock Apple images until recently uh, at the beginning of the Formula One season this year because of all the Black Lives Matter stuff Lewis Hamilton who is a black person decided to like change the Mercedes livery from silver to black and it made their already good looking car 10 times better looking and it's not even a contest and so i was like that's a gorgeous car it's going on my phone and uh so yeah the formula one car for this year is my phone background and my computer background is still a picture of some mountain range that Apple used for its background. But I do like this question, and I can't wait to see what other people have. I'm sure it's a lot of kids and uh, loved ones, but I don't have that, okay? Mm-hmm. So share it on the Facebook group so I can uh, partake in your joy. <laughs> partake in our joy. Well, I don't have kids, so I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Whitney, thank you so much for that question. That was awesome. I like that one. Uh, it's very interactive. We had, we had two questions from her today, which was fun. All right, let's talk about Thursday. We were her little windmill cookies sent in by Eva Casbah on Patreon. When I went to go post my carb, I saw this and I thought, 
first of all, it's a super boring card, but also I thought Allison's going to pick this just because I just had a feeling that she was going to. Be I think because also Eva added like a little note next to it. So I've seen these before and I've wanted to buy them just because I think they are cute. They are not nostalgic for me at all for in any form. I just think they're cute. But they also look like dry, dusty biscuits. So um, I was going to ask Lou because I'm assuming they're from somewhere where you are. <laughs> because everyone's got windmills out there, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, well, maybe 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 the Netherlands, but I, I have the That's same. The same. Like I, I don't. Yeah, right. I don't. <laughs> I, I had never. Heard Isn't of that. that in Germany? The Netherlands. <laughs> God damn it, you Americans! It's mostly me. I'm just. It's just all as a set. You know, past a certain point, it's all over there. Has anybody had these things? I've seen them at World Market, and now I guess we'll have time at the group recording, which will probably be in like five years when we're allowed to all be together, but... What are they? Are they like shortbread cookies? I don't even think they're that window? good. They look brownish. Like, they would be like like a whole grain, but maybe not. Maybe they're like gingerbread flavored. Oh, maybe I would like them. <laughs> wow, that was a real roller coaster right of my head. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they're shortbread. They just... They look like... I don't know. They look like they're just for the shape and they're cute, but I don't know if they would be any good. They look like they'd be real crunchy. Maybe yeah, they could have tea. Do they drink tea over there in the Netherlands? <laughs> they, they, they do. <laughs> I, but I, would say, I would say in general, like, never come to Europe for cookies. Oh. I don't know what happened here. <laughs> well, part of it, yeah, part of it, at least in Germany, is that they have not discovered baking soda. Um, oh. <laughs> there, there are all these things that their baking skills are limited. Well, yeah. Stick with France, and then that's it. <laughs> All right. So, so in my yeah. uh, very quick Google search, it looks like Dutch windmill cookies are speculose. Oh. So if you like that speculose shit, you'll love these Dutch cookies. From what I know, I didn't like it when I got what? it. But I guess I'll have to try them. Isn't that what the gynecologists use? Speculose? <laughs> are we back here again? <laughs> I know they sell nice. speculose at, uh, what's it called? Trader Joe's? They have it oh, like, oh, oh. They like have speculous. it in like... Uh, I don't know. Go and ask them for that. Um, yeah, I know they have it like in a jar where, and then they have cookies. They have it in everything, I think. But from what I remember, I don't love the flavor. It just tastes sweet. So I guess we'll have to try them. They sound better than, than they uh, originally. I've, it's because you don't like brown. I knew it. As soon as I said brown, I'm like, he's going to jump on the brown train. <laughs> Okay. I don't know what the brown train is, but the racist train? I've seen that movie. I'm sure. Seen or are watching it currently? <laughs> you had to, like... <laughs> never mind. Okay. So, Wendy and David were on. They were talking about how hot it is. It is fucking hot in California. Wendy's mic sucked. Um, it's very surprising to me. Other than that, well, I... And also, yeah. she was sitting, like, on the floor. She Like, that's <laughs> what kind of bothered me. It's like, how are you sitting on the floor for this entire thing? And, like, a hardwood floor. Well, yeah. I, we had a, a group chat about all of this, and because I think Leanne especially, I, th I feel like she notices sound quality better than anybody, and and so for her to be like, oh yeah, I totally fucking hate it, <laughs> no, that's exactly word for word what she said, but we are going back and forth, and Lil Rafi, I think you said you looked at the video, and she wasn't even really looking into the, or uh, talking into her mic, and I was talking about, I remember talking with Colonel Jeff, and he said, that before a show, if they're going to be doing some sort of 
remote recording that he always sends a, a mic to somebody and he showed me which one that's not super expensive but it's one that he would ship out to somebody if they were going to be recording and they didn't have the proper equipment so i'm like this is the kind of producer that we need but uh no shit yeah, no she had like a yeti mic and that was just sitting on the floor really oh i didn't yeah. even see that yeah i yeah that's there's a lot of issues there but i digress I, it just surprises me when people don't have the equipment when they do this regularly and also allison has been shying away from doing interviews but she's still doing thursday shows with people that don't have the right equipment so i'm like just let's have chelsea pretty god damn it <laughs> one thing i love about the comment she made about the heat was allison was like you know and if you're not in la and then she started talking about like you know it's not like the antelope valley which is like if you're not from la you definitely like everyone's heard of la if you're not from L.A., you probably don't know where the Antelope Valley is <laughs> or that it's hotter than L.A. <laughs> By the way, uh, Death, Death Valley would have... wrong. It's yes, Death Valley. Death Valley 130. is 130. And by the way, if you don't know where Death Valley is, hearing the word Death Valley, you get it. Right. It, <laughs> that's Antelope Valley is like, hmm, who, what? Uh, you're right. I didn't even uh, pick up on that. But I, I was like, oh, there's another place that's 130. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luke, what did you have from Thursday? So you, they, had a, they had a whole discussion about uh, the, the afterlife. Per, the <laughs> personalized heaven. <laughs> right, right. And it's, it's like, it's a, you know, oh, we're just all in this small house. And like, I was just waiting for somebody to say, well, like, you know, I heard Mormons going to plan it. Shots fired. <laughs> and special undies. Yes. So what would be your personalized heaven well not a tiny house with everyone that i've ever known like <laughs> i know like I, I i think wendy made this point it's like i you know i kind of like being alone sometimes <laughs> like you know, she just wanted to get away occasionally and like that's how i feel it's like oh no that sounds terrible like everyone i know just forever like ah, no everything in moderation everybody <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like a, a cul-de-sac with a bunch of houses and they all have their own houses so you can still see each other when you need to. <laughs> Ray, what's yeah. your uh, personalized version of heaven? Jeez, I haven't really thought of it. You know, I'd be, I'd be happy with just uh, sit my ass on a robe on a cloud playing a harp. You know? <laughs> You're a big harp uh, fan, are you? I'll, I'll, go, I'll go visit people if I need to, but in the meantime, just leave my ass alone. Thank you. Yeah. What about you, little Rafi? I don't think I believe in a heaven, but if there was one, oh, I'm sure that Bone Thugs and Harmony would be singing Crossroads the whole time. And that's as much as I got. That's it? Just music, Just one song would be... One <laughs> thing would be playing over and over again? Are you sure you're in the right place? <laughs> Not really. I told you, it doesn't exist. Do you believe in Faith hell? Do I believe... Uh, like George Costanza once ah, said, Jesus. I do for the bad things. <laughs> Oh, that's about Jesus. <laughs> you don't believe in God. I do for the bad things. Um, no. Yes. I don't know. Hell is earth, right? <laughs> that's what I'm guessing. But it, if you believe in one, I would say it goes with the other. My personalized heaven? Thanks for asking. Uh, champagne fountain. Pff, lots of great music. Uh, not the same band over and over again. Uh, there would be like banjo music for sure. There would be some folk music. Let's see. Where people be there. Well um, well, but that's the thing. Like, that's when you want to go to hell, because that's where all the good music's going to be. 
<laughs> you're just like think about your favorite magis- uh, musician. Magician? Oh. Yes. Let's think back on our favorite magicians really quickly. <laughs> Uh, I'm yes. Too much whiskey. The show. Never enough. Uh, you're drinking for two because I'm not having any. So, so yeah. All the best musicians, obviously, they're in hell or they're going there. Um, but well, I, I think they get a pass. I, that's my version of heaven. The music would at least be playing. Maybe they wouldn't be there. But wow, there would be a lot of things. Hmm. I, I'd drop in and visit your version of heaven. Yeah, I would love to <laughs> I, have I like parties stay, every I'd single day. Say hi. And- Maid service, obviously. <laughs> I haven't thought that much about it. Ray, what do you have from Thursday? Allison mentioned the breastfeeding tube thing that she bought. <laughs> 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 I, I, I never heard of this. Is it like, you know, for jealous dads that want to be in on it too? Or I've I, never I guess it's a- heard of it. I don't know what it is, and I was scared to look it up. So I'm maybe that's what it is, but... I don't know. I think we need to like dial everything back with parenting. Like we don't need equipment to do every little thing to raise our kids. You know, if you're a woman who can't breastfeed, bottles are fine. Yeah. Most of us were raised on that stuff, especially older people. And you know, we survive. Ish. Did you mm, hear yeah. what it was called? Because maybe I'll I, maybe I will I have to look it up. I don't remember. All right, I'll just look it up, and it'll probably end up being the picture uh, for the show on SoundCloud. Because eh, why not? I thought it was. I, I thought the title would be "Fuck Allison." Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I that might you, get her to listen. listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not that I would maybe want her to listen to this one, but uh, yeah. Oh man, Lil Roth, what do you have from Thursday? I guess. We have to talk about the big news with David. Yes. And that is that his bikes were stolen. <laughs> I can't believe so sad. it. We can't have nice things. I, I don't want to victim blame, but I, I also was like, was it locked? Like, I used to not roll my windows up. I, I would like not lock the door. But then I was just like... What, like, what am I doing? Like, I'm just saving five seconds, you know, five, ten seconds. Like, just lock everything up. Be super paranoid about stuff. And just imagine, like, the worst case scenario, now he's going to have a kid. Like, lock your shit. Always double, triple check everything. Get security, get cameras, get whatever you can do. Because, unfortunately, we live, like I said, in hell. Especially in California. And there are sickos everywhere. Like you gotta be on your uh, on your p's and q's, on your toes, whatever. Just I feel bad that his shit got stolen. I don't want to victim blame, but it's kind of crazy to not lock everything up. It seemed like a crime of circumstance. Some someone was riding a bike, like, hey, there's some better bikes in here, and left their shitty bike. <laughs> Well, he also talked about how much he'd been working on it, and probably the garage door opened, so somebody had probably seen them and made a choice to grab them at some point. Um, yeah, and that, that's kind of what I was thinking. And, like, I've had bikes stolen, too. There's, there's, one, there's one thing that, like, I really related to, which is, you know, you have the anger over kind of the economic loss of it, but he kind of talked about how it's also, like, that the violation of someone kind of being in your space and being in your shit and how your reaction to that is almost kind of violent. Like, 
like he's like and then i'm gonna kill him <laughs> you know? yeah it's and traumatic I, because everybody that walks by or you see you're like was that the person are they casing my house again like what's going on and the violation of someone just being in your space and like i don't want to shame them because it was in a patio and that's a little different but it is one of those things where like yeah you should lock your patio but it does suck you know, if you're on Nextdoor, the Nextdoor app or the Ring app, there's a lot of people that are like, look at this person stealing stuff off of my porch. And then people just shame the shit out. of them. it's like, oh, I can't have my work boots on the porch or like mail in my mailbox. They're like, well, you shouldn't have left your mail in that long. It's like, oh, my God. I, yeah. You know, I had the, but I, I used to have this problem in Berlin where like I would ride my bike. So my first bike got stolen and I would ride my bike out somewhere and I'd lock it up you know, against a tree or some sort of bike lock or something like that. And then I'd go to dinner with somebody, and during dinner I'd be just thinking, is my bike still there? Did someone grab my bike? And it'd just be this stress. And then my after that bike got stolen, I got a new bike, and this bike um, is made by this company called Van Moof. And they make, the, the company is a little problematic, but they make these beautiful bikes. And what they do is they kind of build a cell phone into the top tube, like embedded into the frame. And the idea is if your bike gets stolen, you call them up and you're like, my bike's stolen. And they give, they have two weeks. And if they can't find it in two weeks, they bring you a new one because they can track it. And, and the CEO told the story, like, you know, what we do is we actually just let the bikes get stolen and we have, and it gives us like this map of like when the bike gets stolen, it goes to this warehouse, it gets shipped to this place because there's, you know, there has to be like this laundering process of like being able to resell it, right? And then we can go to the cops and we can just let them bust all these places. And eventually these guys learn like, oh, you steal a Van Moof bike, that's like a poison pill, it just like maps out our entire like business. And uh, and then he's like, yeah. After about six months, the bikes just stop getting stolen. <laughs> he's like, it's great. And then yeah, it's just profit. That's a pretty ingenious it idea. It really is. That's a yeah. crazy. Yeah. My so my bike is pretty expensive, but I and that's part of the reason why I don't ride it anywhere or park it anywhere because I have that fear of that. But like Rafi said, I think what David needs is the Clapco. 29 i think it's called and um especially now that he's gonna have a kid he needs to watch his shit a little bit more lock up some shit some more and the way he the the actual bigger news i, I like how he was like f- so fired up to talk about his bikes but with the kid he's like oh yeah and by the way i'm having a kid in like a month so this is huge news and i Everybody was, or Lee Bruns was saying that, oh yeah, he already said that. And Leanne said, I hadn't heard this. So like, how's this not been a topic that we're all talking about? And little Rafi, you did a little bit of investigative reporting to find out where it was said. Yeah. Allison was doing a live video on Instagram. And I just asked, is this the first time he's mentioned it? And she said he mentioned it on the Professor Blastoff reunion thing briefly. And that's why she knew he might be open to talk about it. But she has known for quite some time i mean if he doesn't want to talk about it that's fine that's his uh yeah it's the last partner walked past the camera a couple times during oh really yeah (laughs) well the last time he was on this is the i had thought that there was like a, a hint or something at it before because I remember thinking about it, and then it never came up, so I just, it just like flew out of my mind. And then when it came up here, I was like, there was some mention of something before. So I was trying to figure out what that was. And the last time he was on, the show was named David's Surprise or something. And so in my mind, I was like, oh, she's pregnant. He's going to have a kid. 
But in that episode, I think that's where he ended up cutting his hair at the end. So I think that maybe that was the surprise. But I think that in my mind, I was like, oh, David's going to announce he's going to have a kid. And then it never happened. So I just kind of forgot about it until now. I'm like, could have sworn there was something that I can't. So I think that's where I was connecting that. But it's kind of strange to not ever bring it up and that it's already like a month away. And I was like, what? I thought he was just announcing it like it was new. Oh, and by the way, a terrible time to get pregnant oh. for, for a heat wave. Like, yeah. uh, uh, heat wave, pandemic, every single thing. I'm like, so they got, she got pregnant, what, right before right, wrap COVID? It up at Christmas. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Where it's like, pop that champagne at New Year's. Don't yes. <laughs> like, 2020 is going to be awesome. We're going to have this kid. And it's like, oh, <laughs> just you wait. Your bikes are going to get stolen. <laughs> I mean, that does suck that, that much blood, sweat, and tears went into making something that get, and like the violation. And, like, that reminded me of when Jordan's apartment got robbed. And I feel like that's even more of a violation. And maybe it's not something he he didn't get anything that he made stolen or created. But someone being in your actual house, I think, is way more than just someone being on your patio. That's just like, oh, man. That is a violation big time. I just looked behind me and I'm like, wait, where's my bike? <laughs> and then I realized. <laughs> I swear to God, I realized, like, oh, I left my bicycle in the shower. That's right. You usually have a Seinfeld-esque uh, hanging bike, and uh, I think there was a Seinfeld reference to the bike in this episode that he said it's one of, like, the similar bike that Seinfeld had in his apartment. So, yeah, that whole story was interesting. I feel like once David has a kid, and I think he slipped up and said her, so I think it's a girl, but maybe I was reading too much into that. Um, not that it fucking matters. It's going to be great either way. But I hope that maybe he puts less importance on bikes and more importance on uh, human life. All right. No, no. Keep, keep that keep that dad bought away. <laughs> yeah, true. He's going to like get like a receding hairline and like a little paunch. It's going to happen. So we got a little update on Tony's dating. Not much news except for the fact that she has kids. I was kind of shocked by that. I didn't picture him dating someone with kids. So, Shanna, there is hope. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know she's holding out. <laughs> yeah, I when I heard that, I was like, oh, good for Tony. Not not just kid, but kids plural. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh. And I think that's that's a great way to have kids. It's like it's like buying a car <laughs> used, you know? It's like <laughs> it's already dinged, you're good. Yeah, like it's it's an easy entrance into ownership of children, uh just getting with someone who already has them. It's good, but it also could be tough if they don't take to him and that could be another added stress to everything. But I did before I had kids, I dated someone with kids and it was awesome. Like I because I wanted kids so bad at a young age, as soon as I was like ready to be stepmom and they like super loved me and it was so it was an amazing experience and so when we broke up I I missed them more than him so uh yeah it, it could be a really I think he would be a really cool stepdad if it goes into that direction but at least a good male role model and yeah that's that's a big uh responsibility just on top of dating in a pandemic I mean that's that's a lot of that's a tall order but I think he's up for the challenge it, it's interesting, like, that, that she made that choice. Like, I'm kind of interested in, in her story because for me, like, I I like dating women with children because if, if you date someone who, who hasn't had kids, like, there's just sort of this part of your life that's entirely unrelatable and it's a significant part and that ends up being a problem in, in kind of in the relationship. And then also for me, like, I've had this problem where I've dated women who haven't had kids and, you know, my daughter's mother, she'll call me up and she'll be like, 
Lorelai's sick. You got to come pick her up and take her for the day. And I'm out of bed at 6.15 in the morning running down the street to grab grab her before her mom has to go to work. And, you know, and if you're dating someone who has kids, like, they have that relationship on the other side. Like, they understand, like, okay, that's just a, a responsibility you have where someone who doesn't have kids maybe can have some jealousy from that. And, yeah, it's been a problem. That's a past. really good point. Mm-hmm. Because it's on her end too, thinking like this guy is good enough to be around my kids. That's yeah, that's huge as well. So, or she just liked them too much and doesn't care about what's going to happen to her kids. No. <laughs> uh, well, I, also, we don't know the ages. Like if they're true. late teenagers, who cares? Right. Fuck them. Yeah. Along with Allison, apparently. Uh, <laughs> the one last thing that I wanted to talk about from this episode was the genuine real life moment mom moment of being yelled at t- or asked hmm. to have your butt wiped by your kid by <laughs> not yours have like your kid's butt wiped and i that really brought me back to those days because that's what they do and i just thought it was just funny that we can hear him yelling and i thought first of all somebody was like messing with the mic or doing something i'm like it's so hard to tell someone to stop doing that i know brianne was really good about doing that but like for me like i don't want to interrupt somebody if they're like making noises because like you don't want to break the flow so i'm like fuck it that's reality maybe there was a dog barking or that there was something that i was like wow there allison just let things go and then with this kid yelling i was like oh my god where is she recording from that you can hear this kid yelling and then to find the story it was like you know what that was a really great moment to get to capture and i like tony's like was that at first and allison's like yeah someone yelling to get their butt wiped on the show yeah pretty sure i i related that too and because that for me just ended and uh holy crap i'm so glad that's done and by the way we get a, a little uh tidbit on allison's life that apparently it just ended for her too <laughs> yeah. uh her personally and asking her parents to do that at a very old age uh, <laughs> a little weird i don't remember well, uh, i don't remember doing that i'm pretty i'm sure i did but my, i was not old enough to remember <laughs> al i i missed that part did alice how how she long said did it take nine years old and she remember are you kidding <laughs> And she remembers blood rushing to her head because she was bent over so far or something. I'm like, let's go more into that. <laughs> Whoa! I, actually, my I, I like that because my my daughter <laughs> when she when she would call me in, she would be bent all the way over and like looking at me between her legs. <laughs> <laughs> it always made me just laugh so hard when I walked in the room. Yeah, oh I never had the eye contact, but I definitely had like a, a different eye, like the brown eye spread. Like we're ready for wiping. I'm like, oh my god, this. There are some you moments know, I- as a parent that you're like. I, I can't believe I do this without getting paid. That's shocking to me. <laughs> you know, I was thinking it's a it was a small window between, you know, the kid doesn't have diapers anymore. Yay. Oh, but you still have to wipe her butt. <laughs> um, yeah, and you still have to find a restroom everywhere you're at. Until <laughs> she figured it out on her own. Like, you can't wait um, for them to pee and poo on their own and not have diapers. But, like, that... First of all, the transition right. is hard. You're not but done yet. No, you're not done. But also, when you're out in public and they're in diapers, you're like, yeah, I'm good. I got a little longer. I don't have to, like, there's no emergency statuses happening, yep. typically. But, yeah, there is, there. it's a short window between them knowing how to wipe their own butt and diapers. And, like, in between, yeah, there's a lot of stuff you got to do. A little Rafi, you should get on board. Parenting, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, no, thanks. Yeah, my, my, <laughs> <laughs> mine would... Uh, just announced done 
and we were supposed to come running. And if we didn't come right away, she would sing the Dunn song. Dunn, 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 Dunn. <laughs> Until one of us. Came. It was usually my wife, because at that point. You know. Yeah, I don't yeah, think my husband we, we ever song, ran it. We, we had a song, too. And then, uh, but, you know, I, I've, always, I've always had this thing, like, I would, I would add three more years of wiping butts if I'd never had to deal with hair. I, I, I hate dealing with hair. <laughs> like, just combing it, straightening it out, doing the ponytails. Like, oh, my God, I can't wait for that to be done. I'm still in the, that stage. Yeah, I, I feel like that myself because I don't want to have short hair, but I always have to put it up in a bun. And I'm like, what what are we doing here? What, I mean, I should just cut it off because I don't, you know, have it down enough but but i can't i can't do that and like brushing my daughter's hair that was definitely something it was a fight it was like oh my god now that she can do it herself it's like ah and she takes pride in it actually like having nice hair i'm like okay we finally got past that nightmare of oh my gosh i i even have memories of my mom brushing my hair and like it was always the thing like i'd have tons of conditioner so she can like brush out all the knots and I'd probably be sitting and watching like the Incredible Hulk or something or like yeah. <laughs> Knight Rider while I was getting my hair brushed. But yeah, that is, yeah, once again, parenting. Lil Rafi, you really need to get on this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anything else from Thursday uh, before we wrap this shit up? I, I, I noticed like, like uh, so, so Allison has those long bumpers for like questions and things like that. And I'm all, and this time, like, she went and checked the weather, and she, like, gave a weather report at the end of the bumper. <laughs> and it's 90 degrees here at 6 o'clock in L.A. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Some super hyper-local hyper uh, weather report. How about ours? Uh, Orange, California is 93 degrees as we speak. Ray, do you have anything else from Thursday? Well, once again, we were treated to a, Wen a Wendy and Honey improv <laughs> yes. riff. For, and this time it was for birds. Yes. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> as soon as I, mean, I start was, going was... off on it, I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Because sometimes it's so funny, but it usually goes on a little too long. And, you know, <laughs> you know, you can have Wendy on and David on separately. They don't have to be yes! together every time. <laughs> this codependent improv team. <laughs> <laughs> but I love when Allison always tries to, to get in on the improv game with them. And she's over-explained something and it just doesn't fly. And it's like, you're not a, you're not an improv person. Just leave it to them. They're good at it. It may go on too long. It was actually pretty funny, but then it was just like, okay, we, we get it. <laughs> it had good imagery, and it brought in the pandemic with the with the plague and the bird, you know. Yeah, plague, thing. plague week twenty three. <laughs> yes. God, can damn. you believe it's that? This long. I was really thinking. You know, I was so optimistic that by the time our anniversary, because we're not going to do the. 100th 200th it's not going to be that anymore it's going to be our anniversary show group recording at the end of march every single year and i thought man by march it's gonna be so great to see everybody we're gonna have our lives back and now i'm like i don't know if that's gonna happen <laughs> it's pretty sad at the very least i'll be there because i don't care if you die i know you gave me a <laughs> hug last week and i was like you know what i really needed that you know what? and a last minute shout out to my brother and his wife because i haven't seen them in a long time and they just happened to text me that they were going to stop by at 10 
10 o'clock at night on a Monday because they happen to be eating dinner in orange. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm going to say yes to that. I don't care if I was going to be taking a, a Benny yet or a bath. But so they stopped by and they ended up staying for like an hour and a half. It was a midnight by the time we went inside. I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, so it was so and now we have plans to hang out with him again this next week. And my goal is for him to be on the show. And your hug uh, reminded me that I hugged him and that was the first hug he's had in a um, month. So hopefully he doesn't get sick from both of us. I think one last thing from Thursday that I wanted to quickly mention is we're going to have, hopefully, if Tony is going to start taking doing new drops, maybe we just need to start suggesting them. When Allison said, did you hear my dingling? Or did you hear that, di- that my dingling? I was like, yes, please. So I want to hear that a little more often. <laughs> I'm crazy. <laughs> He's getting a little better at the drops, but I it once again I don't think it's his thing. And uh he's no Jeff and and that's fine. He needs to just be him. He needs to be Tony. He has to think of it like a drum set, you know? Mm, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is a great point. Huh. Maybe you need to give him that visual. Yeah. That's what he wants to hear is uh, some get suggestions little, from the fans. Get a hat drop here, a few of the the bass tom over here, and yeah. Hmm, okay. You can relate. Yeah. All right, I think that's a good place to end it on hi-hats and bass drums. If you'd like to be on the show, email bfancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bfancast. Follow me at BFF Lisa Lowry. Uh, let's see, what else? Any other news, updates? No, nothing. Little Rafi, where can we find you? Go to the Facebook group. Facebook is a cesspool, but the BFF group is like a little floaty, a unicorn yep. floaty that you can... <laughs> a turd uh, floating you know, in the pool. <laughs> safely sit upon. Oh, I like that. We're perched upon a unicorn floaty. That's pretty sweet. Little, little, a lily pad, shall we say. Luke, where can we find you? So you can also find me on the Facebook group and... I'm not on Twitter that often, but you can uh, send me a message at, at Draco Malfoy. And Ray Morgan, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ray Morgan III, and of course the BFF Facebook fan page. Also, the I agree. Join us on the Facebook fan page. We've gone from a hundred members to a hundred and five, like pretty quickly. We've had a, a, a few extra new great people joining us and. It's always fun to get into conversations about Allison there because, you know, we can talk, you know, even more than we do on here. Uh, and everybody's included. Also, Lil Rafi, why don't you throw out the hotline number? That number is, of course, 818-BFF-0732. I love it. All right, BFFs. Did you hear my dingling? You are truly the fucking best. Thank you and good night. Fuck Allison! Oh, shit! <laughs> Come on, I had a rough night and I hate the fucking Eagles, man. Dun, 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 dun.